everyone. I'm sorry that we're not able to be together again this week. This time it was because we were actually together, but at the upper school uh, doing the big Hanukkah celebration instead of our normal Havdalah. But I really wanted to tell you about this week's Parsha. It's actually one of my favorite Parshiot in the whole Torah, and I'll tell you why in a couple of minutes. But this week's Parsha is Miketz. Can you say Miketz? Oh, come on, you're going to have to do better than that. It's Hanukkah after all. Can you say Miketz? Oh, awesome. That was good, Miketz. Yes, and at the end of last week's Parsha, Yosef was in jail. And if you listen to my podcast, you heard all about it. But he's in jail, and he successfully interprets the dreams of two of his fellow inmates. He successfully interprets the dream of the cupbearer, telling him that he would one day return to working for the Pharaoh. And he successfully interprets the dream of the baker, telling him that he's not going to have as good luck. But he says to the cupbearer, as the cupbearer is going to work for Pharaoh, don't forget me. And the cupbearer says, I'll never forget you, Yosef. And he forgets him almost right away, and Yosef is left in jail with nothing to do. Now, I imagine this week's Parsha beginning like this. The Pharaoh sleeping in his bed. The king of Egypt deep in sleep when all of a sudden... I just had the craziest dream. (laughs) I just had the craziest dream. I just dreamt that I was walking along the Nile River and there were seven really amazing looking cows, really healthy, fat, strong looking cows. And then all of a sudden, out of the Nile River came seven disgusting, scraggly, skinny, sick looking cows. And the seven disgusting cows came and ate the healthy-looking cows, and didn't get any bigger and fatter. Whoa, that was weird. Okay, but I'm the pharaoh after all, and I need my beauty sleep. I have a lot of work to do in the morning to run this country of Egypt, the very powerful country of Egypt, and I'm going to go back to sleep. Okay, so the pharaoh falls back asleep when all of a sudden... Oh my gosh, I just had another crazy dream. This time, it was actually very similar to the other dream, but this time I saw seven really healthy, delicious, plump-looking pieces of corn, and then seven yucky, gross, rotting, disgusting pieces of corn, and somehow... The seven disgusting, rotting pieces of corn ate the healthy ones. Weird. Okay, hold on. So I just had two dreams that were very similar, where seven healthy things got eaten by seven unhealthy things. That's got to mean something. And so the Pharaoh gathers together everybody in Egypt, and he says, All right, who here can tell me what my dreams mean? And he asks everybody, he tells everybody the weird dreams. And they all make guesses, all of the people who work for the Pharaoh, oh, maybe it's this, or maybe it's that. And he's like, no, 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 it's none of those things. You're way off. And the cupbearer, who had been in jail with uh, Yosef, 
is pouring every time he takes a sip. <clears throat> there's no one, thank you, there's no one who can, thank you so much, there's no one who can help me, thank you so much. And the cupbearer says, yeah, if only I knew somebody who could interpret, wait a minute, hold on, I just remembered something. When I was in prison, when you had sent me there and then very graciously brought me out of jail. But when I was in prison, I met a man who knew how to interpret dreams, and he predicted that I'd be here working for you, which it came true. A man who successfully interpreted dreams? Bring him to me right away. And they go down to the prison, and they bring Yosef right to the Pharaoh himself. And the Pharaoh tells him of these dreams of the seven healthy cows and the seven sick cows and the seven healthy corn and the, si the seven sick corn. And Yosef says, I actually do think I know what that means. God has given me the ability to interpret dreams. And um, I think that God is telling me exactly what your dreams mean. All right, all right, all right. Tell me already. Well, there's good news. And there's bad news, Mr. Pharaoh, sir. Uh, the good news is that for seven years, Egypt is going to see healthier food, bigger fields, more food than you've ever seen before. For seven years, more food than we know what to do with, more food than anybody could ever want or need. And the Pharaoh says, yes, that is really great news. That's wonderful news. We'll have big parties. We'll eat it all. It's wonderful. There's nothing that we can't eat. And Yosef says, no, actually, but hold on. Um, so that's the good news. The, the, the bad news is that the, after those seven years, there's going to be seven years where there's going to be no food. It's called a famine. The ground isn't going to produce any new fruits. No more wheat. All the animals are going to get sick and die, and we're not going to have any food after that. For seven years, we're going to go hungry? What can we do about it? And Yosef says, well, during those first very good years, those first seven years, uh, if we save enough of the food, enough of the extra food from those first seven years, and we put them away, and we keep them stored away, and then we have that food ready to go for the seven years after that, uh, then actually we'll be able to survive just fine. And the Pharaoh says, Yosef, I like what you're saying. Yes, that's a great idea. God, your God must have somehow given me this sign so that I would know about this terrible famine that's going to be coming up and so that we save the food. What a great idea. Yes, Yosef, not only are you right about that, and not only do I like your plan to save the food, because you have come up with this great plan, I hereby promote Yosef to be the vice pharaoh, the second most powerful man in all of Egypt. And when he promotes him to be the vice pharaoh, he gives him two gifts. He gives him a ring, and it says in the, te the text, Vayasem. Ravid Hazahav al Tsabaro. He places a golden breastplate, a golden chain necklace around his shoulders and uh, around his neck. And that's why 
that this is one of my favorite partial because that's where my name Ravid comes from. So it has a special place in my heart. Anyways, Yosef is now the vice pharaoh and he dresses like an Egyptian. He acts like an Egyptian. He shaved his head like an Egyptian. He shaved his beard like an Egyptian. He wears makeup like an Egyptian and he looks just like an Egyptian and he is moving everything around and sure enough just as he predicted seven years of more food than anybody could could have ever imagined and yet he says all right everybody we got to put the food away we gotta we gotta make sure to store it up i don't want everybody eating this we're not gonna have huge big parties we're gonna save some of it because we got seven bad years ahead and sure enough those seven bad years come and the egyptians are doing fine they have plenty of food because of Joseph's wisdom, because of Joseph's ability to interpret those dreams. Now, not too far north of Egypt, in the land of Canaan, they also are experiencing a famine. They also had seven really good years, but now are in seven really bad years where there's no food. The problem was in Canaan, they didn't know that these seven bad years were coming, and they didn't think or they didn't have the wisdom, the foresight to know to put the food aside. And so, without any new foods growing in the land of Canaan, Yaakov and his sons are very, very hungry. And Yaakov says to his sons, this is terrible. The land, the land of Canaan, is supposed to be providing so much food, there must be just something wrong. And then one of the sons says, but you, you know, Dad, act, actually, um, I heard that in the land of Egypt, down in Mitzrayim, there is a lot of wheat. And uh, the Pharaoh says, sorry, Yaakov says, wait, in Mitzrayim, there's a lot of wheat, then, some, then you should go down and get it. I have plenty of money from my time working for Levan. I've been very successful. God has blessed me in all ways. So I have plenty of money. You should go down and buy as much wheat as you can and as much food as you can and bring it up here. That's great. If they have it there, no cost. Just you go and, and get it. And so they all gather, all of Yaakov's sons, except for Binyamin. Well, also except for Yosef, because we know that he's there as the vice pharaoh. But all the sons except for Binyamin. And I imagine that maybe Binyamin was gathering his stuff together and says, all right, I'm going to go with my big brothers. Here I go. And Yaakov says, uh, 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 Benjamin, no, no, no. You're not going anywhere because Benjamin, uh, it can be very dangerous to go to another country. It can be very dangerous to travel all these many weeks that they're going to be on the road. Benjamin, you stay with me. Uh, too many th bad things can happen on a journey down to Egypt. And so, no, Benjamin, you're going to stay with me. And so he says, all right, the brothers say, okay. So nine of the 11 brothers go down to the land of Egypt. And when they get there to buy the grain, they're waiting in line. And the vice pharaoh himself is there saying, all right, yep, yep, they can have that. Yep, yep, they can have that. And then he sees his brothers approaching. Now, he knows that it's them. They look just like themselves with their beards and their hair and dressed exactly the same way as he remembers them but they don't recognize him uh yeah uh yes hi our our names are bene yaakov uh, 
I'm Ruvain, this is Shimon and, and Levi and God and Asher. We, we're, um, we're all brothers here together. And um, they say, oh, look, there's the vice pharaoh. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he was really smart. Huh? Yeah, so um, we're here to just get some and, and bring it back to our father. Now, Yosef recognizes them. They don't recognize him. And he says, I'd like to see those nine men who just walked up here. Bring them to me. And uh, his Yosef's guards, Yosef's servants, go and they say, Come, come with us. The vice pharaoh would like to see you. Well, what? And they, and they come to the vice pharaoh. The, and, and the sons see the vice pharaoh. And they go, Oh, oh, Mr. Vice Pharaoh, sir. How can we be of service to you? We are just here to buy some grain and bring it back to our father. Thank you, but how can we help you? Now, at that moment, Yosef sees his brothers bowing to them, to him, bowing to him, and he realizes the dream, the dreams from last week's Parsha, the dreams about the, the, the wheat bowing to him and the dream about the stars bowing to him. It's happening. Okay. <clears throat> Yes, uh, what are you doing here, nine of you? And they say, uh, we're, we're all part of one family. One family with nine men in it? No, 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 no. No, this is some kind of trick. You must be spies pretending to be, uh, pretending to be brothers. No, I knew it. I knew there was something suspicious. Guards, uh, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. No, no guards, no guards, no guards. Uh, no, we really are, listen. It's kind of complicated, but um, we all have the same father. We we might have different mothers, um, but we all have the same father, Yaakov. Uh, that's his name, Yaakov, and he lives in Canaan, um, and he sent all of us. Uh, he, he actually, I know, he has a lot of wives, and he had 11 sons and one daughter. Uh, and so, t t sorry, tw uh, 12 sons. And one daughter. Oh, so there are actually ten of them. This whole time I've been saying there are nine of them. There are ten of them there. Okay. I knew that there was something off. All right. So the, the, there, there, are tw there are twelve sons, one daughter, and, and we're here. And uh, Yosef says, wait a minute. Hold on. There there's supposed to be ten of you? There, there's supposed to be twelve of you? Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. There are only ten of you. Aha! I knew it. You can't even keep your story straight. Man, I can't even keep my story straight. But okay, there were 10 of them there. Benjamin was back in Canaan, and Yosef is the vice pharaoh. Okay, sorry. Now we're all together. He says, wait a minute, but there are only 10 of you. You said there were 12. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay, okay. I can see how you would get confused. I, I, it is very confusing. No, but listen. Okay, so our dad, Yaakov, had all these wives, and he had uh, 12 sons, one daughter, and one of them sadly died, but one of them is back at home still with him in Canaan, and the rest of the ten, that's us. Uh, we're the other ten. And Yosef says, mm, I don't know. Sounds like you are really not being able to keep your story straight, which I'm also having a hard time keeping my story straight, but okay. But it sounds like you're having a hard time keeping your story straight, so uh, here's what I'm going to do. If it's true that you're just a family, no problem. I'd be happy to give you all the food that you came here for. But if you are spies, then I will throw you all in jail. So here's what we're going to do. Okay, here's what we're going to do. 
to prove that your other brother is waiting for you in Canaan with your father. You're going to go back and get him. I'll send you with food. I'll send you back with food so that way you don't come empty-handed and you didn't waste a trip. But you're going to go and get that other brother and you're going to bring him back here. And while you're gone, to make sure that you come back, I'm going to choose one of you to stay back with me in jail. And I choose... Now, which one do you think he's going to choose? He... Remember, all of these brothers threw him in the pit, but there is one brother who hated him the most. The one brother who was the most violent. And that brother was, if you remember, you can say it with me, Shimon. I choose you. And he points to Shimon. And they take Shimon and they throw him in jail. Now, now they're down to nine brothers. <laughs> so just as a recap, Shimon's in jail. Benjamin's in Canaan. And Yosef is the vice pharaoh in Egypt. Okay, and the other nine all go back together to the land of Canaan with the food. And Yaakov sees these nine brothers come back, and he says, wait a minute, hold on, there were supposed to be ten of you? And he says, wait, 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 hold on, where is Shimon? And they say, okay, listen, good news and bad news, Dad. He goes, no, no, no bad news, no bad news. This is why I didn't want to send Binyamin, because look, here you come back without Shimon. Oh, this is terrible news, another son has gone. No, 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 Dad, Shimon didn't die, he's, he, he's fine, he's really fine, he's safe. Um, well, at least we think he's safe. Listen, he's in jail right now because, and then he went, they went ahead and they told Yaakov the whole story about the vice pharaoh and everything like that. And they say, and we can go back and get Ruvain. I, we can go back and we can get Shimon. It's no problem. We just have to bring with us Binyamin. Oh, no, 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 no. You are not bringing Binyamin back with you. No way. I've lost Yosef. Now I've lost Shimon. There is no way that I'm losing the only child that I have left to my beloved Rachel. No, 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 no. No, I am not sending Binyamin with you. And Ruvain says, I will protect him. I am the oldest son and I will protect him. And Yaakov says, no, that's not going to do it for me, Ruvain. I, no, it's not good enough. And Yehuda, the very brother who suggested selling Yaakov into slavery, he says something really, really brave. And he's going to say it at the end of this week's Parsha, but I'm going to tell you about it in next week's Parsha. Shabbat Shalom and Chag Sameach.